Season 3, Episode 24, February the 24th, 2022. Hi, I'm Lewis Lampley. Welcome to this edition of Journey of Discovery. In this episode, I will continue to unpack the topic, God Gave Them Up, Part 2. Back to Romans chapter 1, verse 26 and 27. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burning their lust for one another, men with men committing what is shameful, and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error which was due. In this episode, or I should say, this episode focus on the expression of man's sinfulness. Verse 26 and 27. God gave them up to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. The Greek word for women here in this verse is not the normal term. It is a general word used for female. Paul mentions women first to show the extent of debauchery, the sinfulness under the wrath of um, abandonment. Because in most cultures, women are the last to be affected by moral collapse. As you will read in the next verse, men are also participators in vile relationships, which we will explore later. Likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust for one another. Men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. So God gave them up to vile passions. What does that mean? Vile passion? Well, again, what does that mean? Those vile passions identified in these verses are the sins of immorality and homosexuality. In a large segment of the culture, homosexuality is embraced as an acceptable expression of love toward the same gender. But it is a sin, rounding, condemned, roundly, I should say, condemned in the scripture. For example, in Genesis chapter 19, verse 5, and they called Lot, where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us that we may know them. The word know is a euphemism for sex acts, for the sex acts. Moses continues his narrative in verse 12 to 13 by saying, Then the men said to Lot, Have you any else, anyone else here? Sons-in-law, sons, daughters, or anyone who you have in this city? Bring them out of the city. Bring them out of this place. For we are about to destroy this place. Because the outcry against it, its people has become great. 
before the Lord, before Yahweh, and the Lord and Yahweh has sent us to destroy it. In Leviticus chapter 18, verse 22, it reads, You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is abomination. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 to 11, Paul asks and answers as follows. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexual immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such will some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 21, that text gives a catalog of sins. Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these, I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. And instruct the young men, Timothy said to Paul, Paul said to Timothy, understand this, understanding this, that the law is not laid down for the just, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and sinners, for the unholy and profane, for those who strike their fathers and mothers, for murderers, for sexual immoral, immoral men, men who practice homosexuality, enslavers, liars, perjurers, and whatever else is contrary to sound doctrine. All of that, Paul lists, are sinful, destructive, that would bring judgment on the practitioners or practitioners. In other words, the Bible is clear on, on issue, the issue of homosexuality. It is sin, just that simple. It is sin. So the person who practices that sin is a sinner like all other sinners and needs God's grace and forgiveness, or the grace of God's forgiveness. And so Romans chapter 1, verse 24 to 26, describes the expression of man's sinfulness. Romans chapter 1, verse 27 says, Receiving in themselves penalty of their error, which was due. That is, 
the law of sowing and reaping takes effect as Paul refers to self-destructive nature of sin, of which AIDS and others, venereal diseases, etc., might result. Here is is a reminder. If you are currently practicing practicing any of the sins mentioned in Romans chapter 1, verse 18 to 32, you need to flee to God for salvation like the tax collector did in Luke chapter 18, verse 10. It says this, Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee standing by himself prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector, this man who knew he was a sinner, and everybody else knew it, the tax collector standing far off will not even lift up his eyes to heaven but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Or more correctly, be merciful to me, the sinner. I tell you, Jesus said, this man went down to his house justified, to his house justified, rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. The tax collector went home justified. Now justification is an act of God's free grace wherein he pardons all of our sins and accepts us as righteous in his sight only for the righteousness of Christ imputed to us and received by faith alone. In other words, God is the justifier. God always responds to those who sincerely beg for mercy. Jesus came to seek and to save sinners. Here's the question. Have you turned to God as your justifier? Dear listener, If you have not turned to him, do so today. And with the psalmist, you can say, as he say in Psalm 94, 12, blessed is the man whom you instruct, O Lord, and teach us out of your law. Blessed is the man whom you instruct, O Yahweh, and teach us out of your law of your law. Well, that's it for now. I'm wishing for you an amazing day. So cheer up. Be glad in it. Good day.